Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, February 7th. How's everyone doing? Hope all of you are enjoying this winter weather, and we had the all-star break this weekend. And if you're coming to this podcast to expect a deep, comprehensive breakdown of who got in, who got snubbed, and who had a great NHL all-star weekend, <laughs> boy, are you in the wrong place for that. <laughs> My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. There was no Friday face off this past week because well I had a bit of dental work done and fortunately had to have a back tooth that was yoinked and I don't mean one of my uh, wisdom teeth as well but had to be done and I did this on Thursday I typically record Thursday morning or Thursday night if I absolutely have to and what happened was well I thought, okay, I'm not feeling the best, but maybe I can go home and do this. I can get this done. And I just felt very blah. Yes, my mouth was sore, but I was feeling very blah. I, I, I'm, I'm, no, it's just not worth it. I'm not going to record. I'm not going to do this. And uh, we'll just do a Monday episode, which is exactly what you guys are going to get. We are going to cover all three games. we got a lot of stuff to get into. Lots of bear stuff, so let's get right into it. The boys kicked off this past this past week as they played. Uh, we go all the way back to Wednesday, actually, as they took on the Hartford Wolfpack. The uh, checks notes here. Come on, don't do this. Come on, crud. Checks notes here. The at the time, the division-leading Hartford Wolfpack. And friend of the podcast, Patrick Williams, has made a case that th- this year's Hartford Wolfpack could very well be Calder Cup contenders. Well, I'm not completely subscribed to that idea, it is there. I mean, they do have the offensive talent with uh, Tanner Fritz, Johnny Brodzinski, Taylor Greco, Matt Laredo, 
and a bunch of other prospects in the Ranger system not named Capo Caco, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. Now, their defense is okay, but they've had great goaltending by Keith Kincaid, who is just having a resurgent year. Remind you of Ken Appleby when he was doing this with the Albany Devils. But, but, and this is the huge but in a way, (laughs) but I've seen this movie with Hartford before. I've seen this movie. They did it with Igor Shastrykin a few years ago where he was the best. He was great, saving everything in front of him in Hartford, and they had a very heavy home schedule to start the season, and they were good. They had Matt Bolesky as their big um, offensive guy to start the year, and my... Unfortunately, what happened with them is that a lot of things caught up with them. Shastrykin got called up, and then the team just fell off. Bunch of road games. Teams around them got better, and everything caught up to Hartford, and we thought they were going to fall out of the playoff race, and then the Fire Nation attacked. I mean, COVID happened, and we never really got to know the answer to that. My point is this. I've seen this movie with Hartford. It's the same damn thing. Throw out Igor Shastrykin, put in Keith Kincaid. Unless we not forget around the I-95 corridor, the teams around them are pretty good too. Springfield, loaded and dangerous, especially if St. Louis stops pulling from them. Providence, they're not having their usual year, but they're just going to hang around that 3, 4th, and 5th spot. They're just going to hang around. Bridgeport, stop laughing. Bridgeport... They're a bad, no, they're a good, bad team. They just have bad luck. They're horrible in one-goal games, and they're going to play tough. I'm not taking them for granted, and Hartford shouldn't either. Again, my point is, I've seen this with Hartford before, and I wouldn't have a problem with them making a deep run. I think it's in them, but is this sustainable? Is this sustainable into the springtime when that comes around? Will they still be up top, or will they fall off near the end of the year? We shall see. But a Wednesday night in Hershey, as the Bears took on the Hartford Wolfpack on Hershey Park past night. Yay. Has my feelings about this been been um, noted on this podcast? Yes. Because I could go on a couple-minute rant as to why I don't like Hershey Park past nights. But for all of you who are out there on the internet... You know the Abe Simpson gif meme. You know that. It's um, from when... Grandpa walks into the bordello, sees Bart, puts his hat back on and leaves. Um, That's what I feel like is Hershey Park past night. People don't come in for the hockey. Let's call a spade a spade. Do they care about the hockey? I'm not 100% convinced. Because it's walk in, get your scan the ticket, get your Hershey Park ticket, thank you, right back out the door you go. Because if you think about it, it's a wonderful scheme. It really is. You pay thirty dollars or you pay thirty to fifty dollars for your Bears ticket, and in exchange you get a fifty to seventy dollar 
Hershey Park ticket that's good for about the first half of the summertime. Again, and yeah, I said $70 just to get into Hershey Park. That that new entrance and restaurant and sweetery, that ain't going to pay for itself. So, yeah, people there, mostly on Hershey Park past night, they ain't there for the hockey. They are there for their Hershey Park ticket. That's right. I said it. But let's get into it. Uh, the Bears were dealing without Joe Snively as well, who got called up to D.C. Good on him. But we got to make do. We've really got to make do against this really good team. And this Bears team is starting to come around to what I think what Scott Allen really wanted to do with this team and turn them into a defensive squad. You know, like, we do have speed. Yes. We do have skill. Yes. AJ, Pinho, um, Cody Clark when he wants when he wants to be. Cody Clark, yes, but you you know what I mean. We and Beck. Beck as well. We have skill. But the type of system that Scott Allen wants to play is kind of like what Troy Mann wanted to do. Troy Mann wanted to race to three, to three goals. That's all you're getting out of him. This squad's going to learn about puck possession. They're going to learn about playing defensively and holding leads in tight games. They haven't done that as of recently. Yes, 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 I know. But the style of play that we're seeing now in more of these 2-1 and low-scoring type games, this is what we're going to have to get used to. And this is also what's called Calder Cup playoff hockey. Not yet, but this is the type of style you want to be playing when you're heading into the postseason. But enough about that. Giant center, eight grand, lots of people there. And good, let's get going right off the bat. Let's start playing well. Let's play some boring hockey. Yeah. Zach wasn't on the call tonight because he's filling in for cousin John Walton as John Walton is off to do Olympic stuff out there in Beijing. Good on him. Yeah. Go have fun. Go. Have fun. Yeah. Skedaddle. Go. Yeah. So there will be some nights where Zach has to do Washington and won't be available to do um, Washington to do Bears games. So we had the play-by-play guy for the Penn State Nittany Lions uh, men's uh, hockey team and also does play-by-play for their for their baseball team too. Okay. I'd never heard of the guy, but all right, fine. And he sounded really good. He really did. I mean, you can tell he was into it. His voice would go up whenever the Bears would get the puck into the zone. And he's he was good. He was really, really good. But Hartford would get on the board early as Tanner Fritz would be found out front and slapped one into the net, pass through Kali, and scores. Great. This is not a team in Hartford you want to go down one nothing on. And, uh, yeah, Tanner Fritz, that's his second goal against us. His fourth of the season puts Hartford up one nothing. But the Bears would answer a few minutes later as they get the puck into the zone up along the far boards. Tobias Geiser, just a long wrister from the circles, and it beats Kincaid! Oh, my goodness! It, how the heck did that go in? Uh, soft post coverage? But Tobias Geiser, he gets it in. And uh, two minutes left to go in the period. Bears have tied the game 
at one goal apiece. Nicely done, boys. And we get into the second. We get the legs going a, a little bit more. We're starting to try and push the speed a little bit more. The Bears can get the speed going when they want. And in comes Cody Clark. Gets it passed on him. It's a two-on-one. Cody holding, holding. Throws it across to back. He scores! Beats Kincaid on the back door! And it's 2-1 Hershey. We've taken the lead against these guys. Yes! This is... Is this... Is this a hard-working team? I mean, creating their opportunities, creating two-on-ones, and not being afraid to throw the body around? Is this a... A hard-working team. The teams we've heard about in lore that's gone on Calder Cup runs. I believe the 05-6 squad specialized in stuff like this. A team that has depth scoring and it's hard-working. Ooh, this could be a dangerous team. This could be a team that the fan base could get around. Because, again, the fan base loves, loves this. And we go into the third. Up 2-1. But there's a bit of uneasiness, at least when I was watching this game. It was Hartford's really pushing. Hartford has a lot of talent. They're getting pucks into the zone. They're firing a bunch on Fukali. And the talent is starting to take over in this game. This is what I was getting concerned about. That Hartford wanted to push their play and their talent up front. And it's, can we hold? Can we hold him? And we're kind of doing that. We're holding our own. Bending but not breaking. Maybe this is what you have to do against Hartford. Your hardworking defense has to neutralize their talented forwards. We come out of a media timeout. Less than five minutes to go. And lost a defensive zone faceoff. And Hartford pushes up. It's a two-on-one with Brodzinski leading. Oh, God. Brodzinski looks. Shoot. Scores. Oh, my goodness. Eight. Oh. There's your talent. There's your talent right there. Taylor Brodzinski, one of their better goal scorers for the Hartford Wolfpack. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. The boy's talented. He really is. And Hartford ties it at two. Brodzinski first, 14th of the season. And that takes us to overtime. As we as we nick a point, you get a point. And, ugh. We go to overtime and we get a bunch of nothing. I wish I could say it better. But as I've said, talent, hard work. Does hard work win in overtime? Eh, kind of, maybe, sort of. But we were able to neutralize their talent and we go to a shootout. <sighs> God, shootouts favor talent. Can we take this? First up, AJ. AJ's the first one up. Comes on Keith Kincaid. Kincaid goes for the poach check. Misses on AJ. Slides it. Deke scores. AJ, our most talented, goes out there. Next up, Hartford. Brodzinski. Lovely. Comes in on Fukali. Comes in. Skates wide. Deke shoots. Scores. Are we surprised? No. All right. Next, Mike Vecchione. Leaps over. Okay. Comes in. Shoots. Denied on Kincaid. In comes Tanner Fritz. He goes, nothing. Blah. Next, Brian Pinho. All right. All right. Off comes Pinho. Over the boards. Comes in. Deking tries to kick leg move and shoots. Denied by Keith Kincaid. Tim Gettner. Gettinger. 
comes up, skates wide again over to the circle, shoots, scores. That's it. That's your game. Hartford 3, Hershey 2 on a Wednesday night. Your three stars of the game were Tim Gettinger, Beck for Hershey, and Johnny Brodzinski for the Wolfpack. And um, it depends how you want to view this game. How do you want to view it? Do you say, well, we nicked a point, and that's what matters. Um, But against a team in Hartford, you want to... I guess they, you had you had two points sitting there, and their talent took a point into overtime and took the extra point. And I know I say this, they're talented because they are, because they are. And I know we're missing people. I know we are, but nobody's gonna feel sorry for you. Sorry, that doesn't work anymore. And it's gonna be a while before we see Hartford again. And all we can help is that we get healed, healthy, and we'll see these guys down the road on a few Northeast roadies. But that was Hartford's last time coming to Giant Center, playoffs permitting. But no no time to feel bad about yourself because, honestly, <laughs> this time of year, who cares? It's time to go out west. And, well, northwest a little bit. We actually don't go very far. We go four hours, four and a half to five hours due northwest to Cleveland just after a nice little winter storm bellowed through as the Bears were going to take on the Cleveland Monsters at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. It's been a while since we've been to Cleveland. I think we went out there, uh, I think in early 2020, we went out there for a nice uh, nice road nice road trip. And um, we'd like to go back. We would. Hopefully once these uh, restrictions and stuff start to go away, we can go back. We really can. But, but, we go to Cleveland, and the boys, thanks to Zach on the pregame who brought this up, the Bears have not won in Cleveland since 2013. Now, keep in mind that's a, that's a stat that's a bit skewed, because we don't play Cleveland that much. When they came back to the East, is when we went back, I think it was in 2019 or 2020, or early 2020, we went back, because I remember being there, losing two games in Cleveland. The only other time we played them was this 15-16 Calder Cup Finals, and guess what? Haha, we got swept in all four games. So, yeah, it's, it's not the best sample size of how good we are against the Cleveland Monsters. But Cleveland, the proud affiliate of your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you can tell, celebrating their 15 years in the league as well. Not 15 years as the Cleveland Lake Erie Monsters. You hear that, Lehigh? They actually celebrate being the Monsters. So, we go at it. We go at it on a Friday night. Also, this was brought up on on the pregame. The Bears are 10, 5, 3, and 3 in one goal games this season. Now, that now as Zach said, that hasn't helped as of recently because losing a few games like that, but that's a pretty darn good record to have in one goal games. Just saying. So, Cleveland. Cleveland, let's do this. And uh, they're playing, you know, it, we're playing at an NBA arena. 
Rocket Mortgage Arena's home of the Cleveland Cavaliers. The monsters just pay rent. And it's a nice arena. It is. It's nice. Uh, right next door to Progressive Field, where the Cleveland Indians, er, Guardians, play. You can tell that these were two teams who didn't really see much of each other. So last time we saw the Monsters was Halloween weekend. Long time ago. They were much more talented then. And they're missing a few people. They're in an ultra-competitive division. They're dead last. Once again, nobody's going to care. But, so, first period, kind of even Stevens between these two. And Cleveland trying to throw their raid around, trying to push the Bears around. Because believe it or not, they're on a five-game losing streak coming into Friday night's game. When you're losing that much, you try to push guys around and see if they'll push back and make mistakes. But the Bears, they'll shove back. They'll push back. And they were, especially when you've Kale Kessie, Big Beck, Morelli, and other and Dylan Mickelrath, who does not have have times for your game, good good sir. They will not put up with it. And the Monsters were trying. They really were. But um, rather even Stevens, again in the first, kind of feeling these two teams out. A really nice touch there at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse is um, at each end of the goals is the number 80 in honor of Matias. Real nice touch. Honestly, really, really nice touch. So, late in the first, the Bears get a power get a power play going and you know they're start they're working it around really well they really are the monsters don't exactly have the best penalty kill in the entire league Pilon throws a puck down low to Mason Morelli takes it down below the goal line throws it in front for Vecchione shoots scores Mike Vecchione gets it in past wait who's their goaltender who's their goaltender who are they, who are they using tonight oh it's got to be JF Peru uh, no Jet Graves. Who? Jet Graves. Who? Yeah. That's, yeah. I The, the rookie goaltender. Good on him. And it's one nothing Hershey with a power play goal. The, the, the power play's been getting going as well. Nicely done. Out of the lads. Good job getting up early. Shots are 10-11 after the first. And we know they're 10-11 because it's on their really, really big scoreboard i mean they have the biggest scoreboard in the entire league blue line to blue line new jersey says hi uh wow they really love to show off their scoreboard yeah yeah moving right along second period not much cleveland trying to push back a little bit getting some more back on the bears and everything but you know what i'm 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 not even gonna say anything in this because this is a team that's on a losing streak. The Bears are playing well enough. And we're still taking a one nothing lead into the third. But the Bears recently have been having trouble closing out games with leads late. We saw with Hartford. We saw with Lehigh. This is, it's, <laughs> you got to prove it. You got to prove it. You got to prove, you know, you can close out a game. And five minutes into the third, Scott Harrington shot from the board, beats Fukali, and he scores. Scott Harrington with his first of the season. It's one tied at one. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Cleveland tied it. Ah. Let's just go to Cole Clayton and Tyler Sikora. Blast. Is it going to be the same crap again? Are we really going to do this and blow a lead again? I mean... We haven't been the best on the road, so how are we going to do this? Well, when a team answers, when a team is clearly better than the other, they know how to answer. Cody Clark gets a nice feed in from Beck and cuts in front, dances around, deep shoot, scores! Oh my goodness, he beat Graves! Oh my God, that, that, uh, why are you doing that to the poor rookie Cody Clark? But a nice goal. Gets it by him. Put the Bears back on top. 2-1 Cody Clark with the sixth of the season. And I didn't know it at the time because you can watch these things a little bit later. You could tell the air was let out of the balloon in Cleveland. And that just <laughs> was just out. Because when you're on a losing streak, any little hope you have, when it gets yunked, everything just falls right out. And that's kind of what happened. The Cleveland's trying to push back, but they get into more penalty trouble as well as uh, said player Sakura got a holding call on him so the Bears get set up for another power play let's let's capitalize on this as uh, they're able to get the perimeter game game going winning faceoffs this was important as well Vecchioni throws it over to Franz and over to Lucas who's wide freaking open over to Lucas from the from the circles, shoot, scores! Lucas Johansson just winds, fires, and scores. Lucas with his fifth of the season, second power play goal of the night. Nice job, boys. And that is how you put the dagger into him and you finish him off. Lucas with his fifth of the season, power play goal, 3-1 Hershey. Nice job, boys. They, uh, they pull Graves to try and get get the extra attacker on felt a little bit nervous but Cleveland never really threatened as they chipped it out Pinho's got it over to Vecchione empty netter that seals it good morning good afternoon and good night Cleveland Cleveland sucks Cleveland sucks (laughs) Bears win it four to one the final your three stars of the night were Lucas Cody and Vecchione number one with two goals and an assist. Uh, Justin Scott got a late, got a late uh, misconduct penalty for barking and all that at the official. Oh well, he got ten minutes for being a you know what. So this was really good out of the Bears because if I would have done the Friday faceoff, I'm just gonna put cards out on the table on everyone. I didn't take Hershey. 
because I wanted to be proven wrong that this team can win on the road. Prove me wrong, Hershey. Prove me wrong. And they went out and did it. Yeah, against a team that that's that's really bad. That that's going through a bad stretch right now. But prove me wrong, Hershey. And they went out and did that, beating the monsters on the road, shutting that building up. Well, it's not like you know that it's an extremely hard place to play, but you know it's 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 a it's a place the Bears haven't had um, success with. But defensive scoring in that game, Lucas having a really nice goal, and shh, he's being really good defensively this time of the year. Don't tell anyone. But Lucas playing well. Vecchione stepping up in some players' absence. And Cody Clark, the bottom six. Go on, you son. Cutting to the front of the net. And these are all little things that add up that you want to take, that a winning team needs and a contending team needs as well. And you beat the ones you're supposed to. So, you know, a, a great performance out of these guys. And. We'll see how that goes because the rematch happened on a Saturday afternoon and we'll get into that right after this. Bears fans, before we continue on here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, the moment we've been waiting for since September, well, technically August, is here, here, and in honor of the big game, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving all new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get free shot at $1 million dollar top prize with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdictions. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gam- gaming resources. Void where, where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee or call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccp.org slash chat. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. And now, after all that, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. That was a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. A little long in the tooth, but it's Super Bowl time. So, um, so yeah. So, let's get right into it. It is the third game of the week, if you can hear my air quotes. And it's the rematch 
against Cleveland on a Saturday night there in Cleveland. Must be beautiful. Wait, what? Oh, 3 p.m. start on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh, God. Originally supposed to be for 1 p.m. <laughs> no, I've made my I made my thoughts and opinions on 1 p.m. games. But such is when you share a arena with an NBA team. So, the Bears were back at it. Cleveland, of course, probably upset that they're on a six-game losing streak and they want to get out of this. It's kids' takeover game. Lovely, lovely little you know, kids drawing their favorite players during warm-ups. <laughs> That's cute. 3 p.m. game there at the city by the lake. Your goaltenders for this game are Phoenix Copley and J.F. Perube. Fun times. And in the first, it's really another really even game. And the Monsters are determined in this game to throw their weight around and try and push what little talent they actually have. When you're on a losing streak, you will do anything to get out of it. I can relate to it. I've seen it. But, you know, you got to work through it. It's like a pitcher in a slump. You got to work through it. So, even Stevens threw about the first. Team trying to get physical. The Bears are unfortunately down... Garrett Peline, who took a check to the shoulder and immediately walked off the ice. And as one of my other hockey friends said when he saw the hit, maybe he shouldn't have come back as soon. I mean, it's just, just someone's opinion, but um, the hit didn't really look that egregious, and he was out for a while for shoulder. Anyway, but anyway, nobody cares. Everybody has injuries. Let's keep going. And in the first... Bad turnover by Cleveland, who just throws it out front. Nice pass to, to number 24, but number 24 plays for Hershey. Who is that? That's Riley. In front, Perube scores! B bad turnover by Cleveland, and Riley Sutter just goes, yunk, into the net. I have no idea what that was, but hey, we'll take it. one nothing Hershey after one, and that sucks because I've seen that. You play really well the entire period. You try to do your hard work against their hard work, and it cancels each other out, and one little mistake, and you're already down. Sucks, but what are you going to do? Nobody's going to have sympathy for you. one nothing Hershey after one. And in, the, and in the second period, Cleveland turns it up and tries to get what legs of theirs going and really pushing Hershey around, and it's working. I mean, shots were like 6-2 Cleveland after the the first 10 minutes of the period, they were really pushing Hershey around. And I'm like, is this going to be how they're going to break out of it? Are they really going to, is this how it's going to happen? Are we going to give up a very early lead to this squad? But Copley stood firm. They were fine. They handled it. And later on in the second, Riley Sutter doing some really good work along Along the board, takes it out of the corner, heads out front toward Perume, throws it in, and a big scramble in front. Perube's down on knees like, where is it? Where is it? Find the puck, move it around, move it around, find the puck. Find the puck, move it around without making a sound. Come on. Just can't get it. Ref's like, no, no, keep going. You have it, but I do have it. No, you don't. Keep going. And it slides back out in front to Beck in the slot. Shoot, scores! Big Beck cleans up the garbage out of the net mouth scramble, and it is 2-0 Hershey. Big Beck with his fourth goal of the season. Sutter with a multi-point game. 2-0 Hershey. And uh, <laughs> when you're hot, you're hot. 
And when a team sucks, everything's horrible. Everything sucks. Everything is not awesome when you're not playing as, as a team, especially if you're from Cleveland. Ha! And that, I think, makes about, is it about the fifth straight goal the Bears have scored, if you count last night's game, against Cleveland. Good on you, boys. Keep it on them. Cleveland's starting to get more and more penalty trouble as well. You can feel the frustrations mounting. And early on in the third, uh, Sweezy and Clark are both each going to sit. Sweezy, that a real name? Yes, it is. And it's a little four-on-four action. Uh, all right. A lot of speed and skill out there. And in comes Brian Pinno off of a feed from Cody Franz and skates in on the circles. Comes in, backhands, and it's in! Holy crap! A backhand that beats J.F. Perube. Really? Perube's gonna gonna screw that up? Honestly? It Pinhell with this third of the season. Assist to Franzen, Franzen and Lucas. Uh okay. Okay. I mean I mean it, for an arena that constantly shows replays, even during in-game action, which I was seeing on the HL uh TV stuff here on the big screen. Yeah, they didn't really show a replay of that. I wonder why. And Perube definitely wants that one back. 3-0, and you kind of notice. And Cleveland's pushing a little bit more, but Phoenix Copley's playing really, really, really well. He's doing very good. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. He's playing a really good hockey game. You know, a guy, a guy really likes to have games like this. You know, and really showing why... He could be a trade commodity for the Capitals as we enter trade seasons. So, um, yeah, he's uh, having a decent game. I'm just saying, uh, but Jake Christensen doesn't care about such things and scores, gets a nice little snipe right below the glove of Copley, and it goes in. Jake Christensen, his sixth of the season, assist by Gantz and Schmecksch makes it 3-1, but he's okay, guys. We got this. And with about six minutes to go, they pull Perube. What? They pull... Uh, okay. Okay. Fine. They pull Perube. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. And the monsters try to press, but they just can't get anything going. Can't really get anything set up. They're not getting much in the slot. Point shots are getting blocked. Passes getting broken up. And I've seen this before. It was kind of like when Wilkes-Barre was going through their slide. Nothing's working. Unless you really, really F up, nothing's getting through. And the Bears, they just press the puck out of the zone. Morelli takes the puck in, feeds it up ahead to Kessie. And into the empty net. Scores! Kale Kessie is fourth of the season. An empty netter at the four-minute mark. And that is is a wrap and Cleveland tries to uh, get tries to get the uh, old blood going as Sweezy does a high hit on Gersich and uh, Gersich does not have time for your games just kind of throws gloves down grabs him and they both tackle each other to the ice all right fine 10 10 both of you get off same thing happened with uh, Cody Clark and Tristan Mullen except Cody actually did get his gloves off, and the two just kind of fell on the ice as well. So, Cody was off for 5-2, uh, 5-2, and, and not a bye, but Tristan uh, 
Tristan Mullen did get a two, a five for fighting, and uh, bye for the misconduct. Ten minutes. Get out of here. There's not much time left in the end anyway. But as the clock rinds down, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Cleveland. Bears win it again. Four to one the final. A sweep out there in Cleveland. And, uh, well, good stuff out of the boys to go on the road and, you know, technically win the weekend. If you're counting Wednesday, we typically do. That's five points out of six. And a nice way to get out of a little funk that this team has been on. So, good stuff out of them. You'll love to see it as the kids like to say. Let me just uh, bring this up here real quickly. Come on, stupid app. Stop it. I know there are finals, so I have to scroll the whole way down. Let's just keep this going because it's live. <sighs> okay. Your three stars of the game were Beck, Ma Big Beck uh, was third. Phoenix was second, 28 for 29. And Riley Sutter, your first star because he had a goal and an assist. And again, closing out games, putting the pressure on, taking advantage of mistakes. I'm saying very basic things here, but when these things work, these are how you win hockey games. And this is how you make people believe that this team is the real deal. Now, Cleveland is terrible. I mean, they have guys injured or guys up with Columbus, and they just kind of got to get through the All-Star break. But uh, NHL All-Star break, I should say, because we're not getting one this, this year because, haha, <laughs> COVID. The Monsters sit dead last in the North at 13-19-4-3. The Bears, with today's win, will sit themselves on top at the time of this recording. Will sit atop the Atlantic at 6-19 ahead of Hartford. Ahead of Hartford, but Hartford still has two games in hand, and they are playing this another game as we speak. But all the way down at the bottom is the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. Still low. Still bad, still meh, with 6.45. Even though 6.45 would be enough to have you out of the basement in other divisions, well, not in this one, it's not. Lehi Valley has crawled themselves back out to 500. Good on them. At 15, 15, 6, and 2. But Wilkesbury, who's starting to look really good, and we see them on the 22nd. Bullocks at 18, 17, 1, and 3. Good for 513. Providence sitting at 5, 7, 571 in fifth place in the division. 17, 12, 3, and 3. Boy, do they have a lot of games to go as they have played the least amount of games in the division as right now. So they got a lot of a lot of time to catch up. Charlotte. At 22, 16-2-0, they just keep winning. Still keep using that talent from Seattle with, uh, let's see here, 575 percentage. The Springfield Thunderboids at 6-10 and sitting in third. A real log jam here at first. At 22, 13-5-1, they're getting bodies back. Nathan Walker is making goalies cry, and I wish I was, I was kidding. Nathan Walker, they are really talented up there in Springfield. We'll see how it goes when we play against them. Hartford, currently at 21, 12, 4, and 2, 615 at percentage. We'll see where that goes as they 
are playing. I'm recording this on a Saturday night, and they're playing as well, and they'll have another one to make up as well. So this will adjust as this comes out on Monday. But then again, the Bears are hanging around the top spot. Good on them. And four. So what is up for the boys this weekend? Well, we'll actually get a home game again. Huzzah! On Saturday, Troy comes back for his mandatory one visit. But, oops, <laughs> I skipped ahead a bit. We'll be back at, at it again on Friday as we take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms there at the Electrodrome. Friday nights at the Electrodrome. Uh, I may have missed it a little bit. A little bit. Just a little. 705 start there at the Electrodrome. But as Zach has said on television, and he's correct, probably bank more around 715 because, well, television. The boys will be back at it at 7 on Saturday as the Belleville Senators come to town. Troy Mann, it'll be fun to have him back. There is no promotion that night. There's, oh, truly take That's true. Oh, hard seltzer. Oh, that. Anyway, good on our corporate overlords. And then Sunday, it's Super Bowl Sunday, the big game. And the Phantoms will play the Bears at 2 o'clock on Sunday, be done uh, probably around 5 as we get out of the way for the big game on Sunday. So hopefully all of you will enjoy that as well. It sounds like there's a lot of road games for the Bears. And basically, well, there is. Because after this week, after this upcoming weekend, when you listen to this, it's a Northeast roadie. Providence, Bridgeport, Providence on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. A 3-3 three and three Northeast roadie. Those are always fun. We have, a, we have a makeup against the Penguins on a Tuesday night at home. Ugh. And then Utica. Utica, one of the best teams in all the land, come to town at the end of the month. So lots of stuff, lots of road stuff, and um, just hold on, everyone. It's a great way to start the month when the boys are getting points and getting wins. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast on this Monday. Thank you, everyone. For your times, listens, and downloads, share this around with all your friends. And uh, we should have a bonus episode coming this week. Not exactly the Friday face-off, but one I've wanted to do for a while. But that will drop later on in the week. Anyway, everyone, stay positive, test negative. My name's Richard Blosser, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.